Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 382. What is thy birthright, man, child of the perfect one? What is thy father's plan for his beloved son? Hymn number 382. Scriptural will now be given by Suzanne from Vermont. I shall read from 1 Thessalonians. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness, but let us who are of the day be sober putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body 
be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with an holy kiss. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable One. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give, Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 51. Eternal mind the potter is, and thought the eternal clay. The hand that fashions is divine, his works pass not away. 
Man is the noblest work of God, his beauty, power, and grace immortal, perfect as his mind reflected face to face. Hymn number 51. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion. And we just had another good one. So if you missed it, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. And you will also be able to find it on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. And that Sunday school has its own teleconference number so that children anywhere in the world can attend just by dialing the number. 
and we have a few that attend by telephone. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll give you the number, and we'll be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, rain or shine, <laughs> where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And we have a nursery available for infants and toddlers at all of our services. Let's see, we were a little busy this week. We printed the latest edition of Forum Highlights and put it in the mail to subscribers. So if you are a subscriber, you should be receiving it any day now. And we are going to re renew our Bible studies starting this coming Saturday. The next Bible study will be 10 a.m. Saturday, September 11. So the study questions are on the website. So please join us next Saturday for what will be a very rousing discussion, I'm sure. 10 a.m. And there's an article on our featured on our website that I would like to recommend to serious students of Christian science. It's entitled Chemicalization and Tribulation. It's written by Paul Smiley. It's a little long, it's a little deep, but for any serious student of Christian science, it's a must read, so I recommend it highly. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing of someone in the Plainfield Church. And that will be read this morning by Betty from California. One day I was cutting down a tree and was having some difficulty when the chainsaw jumped and cut my leg deeply. Quickly I headed for the house where my wife called a practitioner from the Plainfield Church since I was unable to being in a state of shock. Upon reaching the practitioner, my wife handed me the phone from which words of comfort and love poured forth, letting me know that I could not be separated from God and that God loved me. Within seconds, all the fear and sense of shock left me, and I could feel this love pouring into me, giving me such peace. A bandage was placed on the wound to keep it clean and hold the skin together. The next day, I was able to go to work as usual, and the leg healed within a short period. I'm grateful for Mary Baker Eddy's pure Christian science which is taught and demonstrated in this church, WP, New Jersey. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 20 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, man. 
The golden text is from Psalms. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. The responsive reading, Genesis and Ephesians. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Amanda from Missouri will now read. The Bible. Galatians. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Ezekiel. Now it came to pass that the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. The word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel the priest, and the hand of the Lord was there upon him. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me, and set me upon my feet, that I heard him that spake unto me. And he said unto me, Son of man, I send thee to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that hath rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me, even unto this very day. For they are impudent children and stiff-hearted. But when I speak with thee, I will open thy mouth, and thou shalt say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, He that heareth, let him hear, and he that forbeareth, let him forbear, for they are a rebellious house. Therefore say, Thus saith the Lord God, Although I have cast them far off among the heathen, and although I have scattered them among the countries, yet will I be to them as a little sanctuary in the countries where they shall come. Therefore say, Thus saith the Lord God, I will even gather you from the people, and assemble you out of the countries where ye have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. And they shall come thither, and they shall take away all the detestable things thereof, 
and all the abominations thereof from thence. And I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within you, and I will take the stony heart out of their flesh, and will give them an heart of flesh, that they may walk in my statutes, and keep mine ordinances, and do them, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God. John Then spake Jesus, I and my Father are one. I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now are ye clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that ye love one another, as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you, that ye should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain 
that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. These things I command you, that ye love one another. Ephesians I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another tender-hearted forgiving one another even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you Carol will now read I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. There is but one Creator and one creation. This creation consists of the unfolding of spiritual ideas and their identities, which are embraced in the infinite mind and forever reflected. These ideas range from the infinitesimal to infinity, and the highest ideas are the sons and daughters of God. Man is the family name for all ideas, the sons and daughters of God. All that God imparts moves in accord with him, reflecting goodness and power. Jesus acknowledged no ties of the flesh. He said, Call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. Again he asked, Who is my mother? 
and who are my brethren? Implying that it is they who do the will of his father. We have no record of his calling any man by the name of father. He recognized spirit, God, as the only creator, and therefore as the father of all. The Christ was the spirit which Jesus implied in his own statements. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I and my Father are one. This Christ, or divinity of the man Jesus, was his divine nature, the godliness which animated him. The following are some of the equivalents of the term man in different languages. In the Saxon, mankind, a woman, anyone. In the Welsh, that which rises up, the primary sense being image, form. In the Hebrew, image, similitude. In the Icelandic, mind. The following translation is from the Icelandic. And God said, let us make man after our mind and our likeness. And God shaped man after his mind. After God's mind shaped he him. And he shaped them, male and female. With a single command, mind had made man both male and female. How then could a material organization become the basis of man? How could the non-intelligent become the medium of mind and error be the enunciator of truth? Matter is not the reflection of spirit. Yet God is reflected in all his creation. Is this addition to his creation real or unreal? Is it the truth or is it a lie concerning man and God? It must be a lie. As mortals give up the delusion that there is more than one mind, more than one God, Man, in God's likeness, will appear. And this eternal man will include in that likeness no material element. As a material, theoretical life basis is found to be a misapprehension of existence, the spiritual and divine principle of man dawns upon human thought and leads it to where the young child was, even to the birth of a new old idea, to the spiritual sense of being and of what life includes. Thus, the whole earth will be transformed by truth on the pinions of light, chasing away the darkness of error. The human thought must free itself from self-imposed materiality and bondage.
You say that certain material combinations produce disease. But if the material body causes disease, can matter cure what matter has caused? Mortal mind prescribes the drug and administers it. Mortal mind plans the exercise and puts the body through certain motions. No gastric gas accumulates, not a secretion or combination can operate apart from the action of mortal thought, alias mortal mind. Scientifically speaking, there is no mortal mind out of which to make material beliefs springing from illusion. This misnamed mind is not an entity. It is only a false sense of matter, since matter is not sensible. The one mind, God, contains no mortal opinions. All that is real is included in this immortal mind. When we realize that there is one mind, the divine law of loving our neighbor as ourselves is unfolded, whereas a belief in many ruling minds hinders man's normal drift towards the one mind, the one God, and leads human thought into opposite channels where selfishness reigns. From the infinite one in Christian science comes one principle and its infinite idea. And with this infinitude come spiritual rules, laws, and their demonstration, which, like the great giver, are the same yesterday and today and forever. For thus are the divine principle of healing and the Christ idea. The lame, the deaf, the dumb, the blind, the sick, the sensual, the sinner, I wish to save from the slavery of their own beliefs and from the educational systems of the pharaohs, who today, as of yore, hold the children of Israel in bondage, the enslavement of man is not legitimate. It will cease when man enters into his heritage of freedom, his God-given dominion over the material senses. Mortals will someday assert their freedom in the name of Almighty God. Then they will control their own bodies through the understanding of divine science. Dropping their present beliefs, they will recognize harmony as the spiritual reality and discord as the material unreality. Discerning the rights of man, we cannot fail to foresee the doom of all oppression. Slavery is not the legitimate state of man. God made man free. Paul said, I was free-born. All men should be free. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty.
Love and truth make free, but evil and error lead into captivity. Christian science raises the standard of liberty and cries, Follow me, escape from the bondage of sickness, sin, and death. Jesus marked out the way. Citizens of the world, accept the glorious liberty of the children of God and be free. This is your divine right. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 208. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. O gentle presence, peace and joy and power. O life divine that owns each waiting hour. Thou love that guards the nestling's faltering flight. Keep thou, my child, on upward wing tonight. Hymn number 208.
Let's now sing hymn number 266. Our God is love, and all his sons his image bear, we know. The heart with love to God inspired, with love to man will glow. Hymn number 266. Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passages from 1 John, 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God and man is his image and likeness. Therefore man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. 
Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Amen. Amen.